And welcome to Torchlit Tavern. Who let that in here? <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. My name is Jameson Oxford. Hey, tavern goers, this is Torchlit Tavern. We're a real play, normally Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition podcast, but we like to do Halloween stuff, so we're doing the spooky ookie, Spoo- and we're gonna play Monster of the Week. Who let a so, vampire in here? This thing well, spread like oh, it was the that. only go accent that. that came quickly that made me think of Halloween. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> My name is Jameson Oxford. Normally, I'm your dungeon master for our normal Dungeons and Dragons podcast. But today, the person to my, well, normally, like I guess we we pretend that he's across the table, is he took he took my seat, Mitch. Hello, it Mitch. is I, your notorious monster masher. Hell yeah. Let's see if I can keep this episode and. Let's see if I can keep this run in two episodes, ladies and gentlemen. I make no promises, only the promise to disappoint. But we shall see. Three episodes. Uh, and we have a surprise promise. for you, coming in either the end of episode one or beginning of episode two, so hang in for that. Woohoo! I love surprises. Ooh. Is it a jump scare? It's a jump scare, isn't it? I thought about it. I thought about trying to key one in, but it was just difficult. It's really hard to do a jump scare without visual. So, you may normally know me for... Delivering my role as Bruce, the lovable Goliath of Griffinport, but this week I'm going to be reprising the role of all of the NPCs and trying to play the old DM game of Please Don't Make Me Talk to Myself. Yes. And my lovely <laughs> cast, beginning on my left, is... Hi! Well, it's me. I know we play Dylan in the regular show, but today I'm returning as Thomas Blake, the Initiate and Monster Hunter. And uh, hopefully I don't die. I always say that every time we do one of these. <laughs> to Any my game left. Type. Yeah. It's me again. Out. I'm Jameson Oxford, and I'm coming back as Detective Tate Moss, uh, a Swedish-German uh, New York native who runs a detective agency and uh, carries his sawed-off shotgun and calls in these guys when it gets a little spooky. And wow, I get to play a character again. It's the first time since Halloween last year. So that that's that's cool. And uh always bringing up the rear. Always bringing up the rear. That's right. You know him. You love to hate him. It's your man, Jeff. I can hear him not... trying not to say gentleman skeleton. I can hear the struggle. Right? Yeah. yeah. Today I am not a gentleman or a skeleton. And I have chosen not to wear a hat to Doth because I don't want him creeping out. You can't stop me. Is that a skeleton? But, That's a but, but canonically, the hat that you doff for Gentleman Skeleton Grimm is the correct hat for Marley. That's fair. I mean, wouldn't it be a bowler? <laughs> yeah, he has a bowler. It's a bowler. Oh. Oh, I thought he had a <laughs> top hat. hat I Never doff mind. in real life. And I just blew the, up your the, spot the, telling the people that you've been doffing yeah. the wrong hat this whole time. I'm I've sorry. I've been doffing the wrong hat. I just oh, haven't been able hat, to afford a good hat. top hat. You know, yeah. Well, no, no, I think no, we I've can seen, all agree the discussion is old hat. 
he looks better Let's in a bowler than a, than a top hat. So, so tell us about Marley, Jeff. Uh, but today, yes, I will be Marley O'Shaughnessy, the uh, the old world Irish. The the looks over his shoulder since last uh, we saw him. The definitely, definitely make sure he doesn't run afoul of the Fae. <laughs> Irish, the railroad worker. So well known in many parts. So before we jump into this, uh, we got a good accent bit from Randall, and we got a good accent bit from Jeff. And I've done a lot of a lot of role playing and caricature with Jay. So Jay, go ahead and give us a good one liner in Detective Tate Moss's accent before you throw that out the window. How oh. is Tate Moss supposed to sound? Oh, that's funny because I remember having to edit and realize that I wasn't doing that great a job to begin with. Uh, turns out this one's hard for me. But Detective Tate Moss is, uh, he's a little bit of Swedish, and because I am not super familiar with Swedish, it occasionally goes German, occasionally, so I'm just saying that he's half Swedish, half German, and that'll solve the problem. Thank Swedish. you, gentlemen. And if he talks to Marley, it becomes Irish. Yeah, oh, this is gonna be <laughs> awful for me, because Irish awful creeps into me. my, my... So easily, uh, and we're we're in Irish town. So Mitch is Irish, and Marley is Irish, which means Tate Moss will soon be a native. Uh, all right. So once again, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for being here. God, we love you so much. Like as much as we can for somebody we may have never met, and for those of you we have met, we love you just slightly more than that. With that being said, we appreciate everything you do for us. All the liking, the sharing, the subscribing, the following, the sharing, the stalking, the, the, the following, the, the the holding a knife outside my window. Whichever fan is doing that, I appreciate it. Just really, we really like it. Did I say the sharing? All of that, and we want hmm. you to keep doing it. But if you want to interact with us, get a hold of get a hold of us, not with us, get a hold with us. Even uh, be held by us. Then there's a couple ways that you can do that, and I'm going to share those for you right now. Secret tips, secret tricks. All right, so we have a Facebook. And normally I have somebody I throw this to, but... That's Facebook.com on Facebook. Slash Torchwood Tavern. Look at that. I can throw it to anybody now. And we also have a Twitter, throw to the crowd. That's going to be at Torchwood Tavern. (laughs) And we, of course, have a... Maybe not of course. This one's a bit weird. We do have an Instagram as well. That. Yeah, and you can find us on the Instagram by searching the Torchlight Tavern at Torchlight Tavern on Instagram as well. Perfect. And we also, if you're on any of those things and you want to share something about us, we have a we have a neat little hashtag. Tell them about the hashtag. That is uh, hashtag Torchlight Tavern. What hashtag TTC has if you're nasty? There we go. Look at this. We've got a really active crowd with us today, and of course. If you want to know everything about us, see anything about us, you can go directly to our website at torchlittavern.com. Absolutely. It's, it's so easy. It's uh, so easy. We it's got so one easy, last but, thing. but I want to be spooky. One last thing. Hold your spook horse. If you want to go the extra mile, you want to give us back something, you can also go to our Patreon. That one is, once again, stop me if you heard this already. It's Patreon backslash Torchlit Tavern. Hey, did I miss tavern keeping? There was this face skeleton uh, I had to no. chase out of here. Yeah, you did. You did more than uh, we did. Nope. Okay. You did your part. <laughs> yeah. Damn it's... it. Are you okay? Yeah, it's already you done. You don't remember? You did it. You just didn't. 
Uh, okay, did all Brent, Randall, we're gonna. I'm gonna just take this flashlight and check your pupils while Mitch takes us to uh, to New York. Right? We're gonna get on this train. Stop! Stop tickling me! Please transport me to where we're going. And we rejoin our scene as the yes. whistle of the train sounds loudly, pulling down the tracks into the station. As the morning fog abades over the outskirts of the city, a bustling town. You hear the train whistle and the screeching of steel upon steel as the wheels gently glide down the track, coming to a halt. There's the chatter and bustle of a numerous amount of crowds, people loading stock of animals, crates, totes and the like. Your general morning day, the very busy north side station. On the waiting dock, awaiting his friends eagerly, is Detective Moss. He has called forth today two of his, well... On the train, one of his friends, and his other friend, I believe, lives nearby. Do something, I don't know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, I don't, so, wait, who's on the train? You would be. You. You're I don't think you're from New away. York. Yeah, to, I realize well, that Jeff lives, like, over there. Yeah, originally, <laughs> you and Orgy would have come from out of town, but Marley most likely lives in town. Uh, so, Detective Moss is sitting uh, with his, his like, uh, his attach case. Uh, he's not armed. He's waiting... And uh, Detective Moss, I described last time as, <laughs> ironically, very similarly to like Mr. Grimm. He wears a uh, a a a, sm- a short uh, like bowler style cap, but like the the uber small version. And he has a long black coat that doesn't button up the front like Grimm's, but is uh, is sort of like a take on a duster. And uh, he has his white lace-up vest and uh, looks impeccably dressed uh, never dirty but he is uh, looking at his pocket watch and waiting for the train to come in uh, as it as it rolls up uh, and and uh, I don't know if I have anyone to talk to but Detective Moss um, yeah so Detective Moss is just sort of waiting uh, cue train whistle right <laughs> he's tapping his foot he looks very impatient the train pulls fully to a stop, and at his station, the doors swing open. A few muddled normal people exit the train, and then standing before Detective Moss is... How do you know that I'm a muddled normal person? Uh, a very strong-looking man, broad-shouldered and built well, wearing archaic clothing, steps down from the train. A mace hanging from his hip, down his leg, a boot knife... <laughs> by his leg and a crossbow across his back as he steps down. Apparently the train workers weren't brave enough to ask him to check his weapons this go-around. Yeah. Mr. Blake! I I can't believe they let you on the trains dressed like this. What do you mean? This is my everyday attire. Uh, I I don't mean anything, Mr. Blake. It's good that that you've came. It's a pleasure to see you again, Detective. There's a shrill, rattling whistle, and you look to your right, and you see several of the local constabulatory. Oi! You there, Bolar! We hear you had some trouble on the train with that misfit! And uh, they are all hustling towards the two of you. Uh, you know there's no weapons on that train, right? There aren't anymore. He is, he is right. There's five or six officers that are barreling down upon the two of you from the train's officer quarter. It would appear... It- Mr. Thomas, uh, Mr. Blake, that uh, they messaged ahead. When they look at, uh, when he looks at Thomas, Thomas is gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, 
that's easy enough. Um, I, um, I would like to read a bad situation. Let's play a little Monster of the Week, if, if that's possible. Sure. Uh, what do I add to a bad situation? Sorry. Let's relearn the game. Read a bad situation sharp. is... Plus sharp. Sweet, I'm good at that. I get to be random. Oh. Alright. So I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna read these out for the listener if they've never played Monster of the Week. Uh, just so they understand how these abilities work. We roll 2d6. We have a series of abilities. Cool, sharp, uh, tough, and... Where's my character sheet? I need to organize my shit. We have charm, cool, sharp, tough, and weird. I roll plus sharp, which I have a plus two at, to 2d6. And basically, you have a sliding scale of effectiveness for read a bad situation. When you look around and read a bad situation, roll plus sharp. On a 10 plus, I get to hold three. Holding three means I get to do three things from the skill list. On a seven to nine, I get to hold one. Uh, If I get... A nothing like I did, I know nothing, which is great, because I didn't want to fail an awful, awful roll already. But I believe if I fail a roll, I get to add experience. Is that correct? Seems legit. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, I, I rolled a six, Mitch, to read a bad situation. I, I learned nothing from this. I am standing there smiling at the constabulatory and waving, because they said, hey, bowler. <laughs> they uh, blow right past you. Oh. Well, I okay. Um, and, uh, they, they start they start calling uh, to each other. Boys, it looks like you went around the front of the train, and you see the uh, tail end of your compatriot bailing off of the train dock around the front end of the train and around. Uh, my I just compatriot give a meeting up. Thomas Blake, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, then I follow. That's that's all I got. I'm going to follow the constabulatory to hopefully defuse this situation when I get there. Uh, Thomas may or may not be hiding to let them pass before walking back out towards Detective roll me Moss. A, roll me a thing. Roll me a thing. Uh, let's see. Uh, I don't know if there's actually anything for that. Uh, typically, uh, uh, cool. things that... Uh, probably cool, uh, act under pressure. Yeah, yeah, act under pressure is kind of the catch-all. So, act under pressure. This covers trying to do something under conditions of particular stress or danger. Examples of acting under pressure are staying on task while a banshee screams. A bunch of examples of just remaining super cool, you know. Uh, When you act Uh, under pressure, you add plus cool. On a 10 plus, you do what you set out to do. On a 7 to 9, the keeper's going to give you a worse outcome, a hard choice, or a price to pay. And on a miss, things go to hell. uh, I actually rolled a 10 just on the dot with my plus 1. Dope. So, as the constables go running past... Uh, as they pass, out walking past towards Detective Moss is Thomas Blake, like, eh, ain't the first time. <laughs> I was gonna say, and then Detective Moss runs past you as well. <laughs> I, I grab him, him by the collar, lift him up, put him back where he was. Oh, oh good, Thomas, we should, let's get out of here. Uh, well, sadly, we should I can't depart, go. Detective. I told Marley to meet us here, right? You can have told Marley to meet you wherever. He can meet you here, or he can meet you at your establishment. It doesn't matter. Uh, let's, let's, for the sake of not bogging down with the constabulatory, say that I, I'll, we, I told Molly to meet us both at the pub. Uh, so let's, let's go now, now, right now. Let us depart. We do that. <laughs> so you, you still, arrive, uh, deny you everything? You arrive at a pub or? local to Detective Tate Moss's, well, not exactly grand detective's firm. It is, uh, at the base of your building, actually. You have a third floor 
section of offices that you have rented from the landlord, and at the base floor is a, a common pub that you frequent. What's it called? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I love Describe the fuck you pub. It. The fuck you pub is so authentic. Thomas, you must try their beer. They make it in the basement. It's, uh... It's actually it's it's called the fuck you, and it's actually owned by an Englishman, and the sign is just the old English archer's two fingers. Hmm. Ah, historical. Jay's random fact. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Mitch is DMing. I'll take this one. Uh, one of the reasons why we supposedly, quote unquote, hard to tell with history, use the middle finger is because English archers, or was it French? Either way, uh, one of the things they used to do to the bowmen when they caught them was to cut their their middle finger off to make sure that they couldn't fire. So when they went to war against the English, they would give them the finger to demonstrate that they could still fire. (laughs) Uh, So, Detective Moss. Still commonly used in in England to give the two fingers as opposed to the middle fingers, the archery fingers. You're right. That's why they do that as opposed to the middle finger here in America. So, Detective Moss, is this your uh, abode? Um, well, this is the pub. I live, I work and live above. It's a small unit, but it works. Uh, things are good or bad, depending on the season. Right now, well, things are very busy. Well, much appreciated for inviting me over. You're, you're, you're more than welcome. Thank you for coming. I uh, have run in once again into something that is outside of my apparent depth. Um... Let's just find Molly, and I'll tell you all about it. And I start looking around the uh, the pub. You enter the pub through the main door under the grand sign. In the back, in the left corner, accustomed to where Moss regularly receives his drink, is Molly sitting at the table waiting. Yeah, I, three I try tall to... steins. I uh, I give the bartender a finger, and then three fingers, <laughs> which uh, is my I've decided way of ordering three of their beer. Bartender just calls out to you. Uh, your friends ordered ahead. Three more, or the three at the table? Fun. Um, I looked, Thomas. I'll, ta- I'll take extra. <laughs> if I, you I can't just finish. not. <laughs> with my you job, to I don't table. go to civilization much. You get to the table with Marley, and Marley passes each of you a tall stein that he'd ordered ahead because Marley ain't no swag chap. He knows mm. what's up. Oh, good, Marley. It seems you've come into some money. Well, not a lot, but working railroads and consulting Is as I've. Learned I could do thanks to you. It's made me some money here and there. Your mule's eating well? Well, well, well enough. Uh, Mr. Marley, it is a pleasure to see you again. Oh, Mr. Blake, if you're here, then I think I'd rather not be here. <laughs> but let's, let's talk anyway. Isn't the safest place to be right next to me? Oh, one might assume that, but Marley's not big on assumptions of safety. Especially when you're around. <laughs> I missed you too. <laughs> yes, missed would definitely not be the word I'd use, but it's good to see, I guess. Yes, I'm, I apologize, Marley. Normally I would not call you in on such things because, as I found, you, you're not a fan. But Orangey could not make it. Uh, so, and I need oh. extra hand. All hands on deck, so to speak. Oh, I'll miss my little Orangey friend. Yeah, well. M- miss. Miss isn't the word I would technically use. She, she's very alarming, but very effective. It is at this point that Detective Moss begins to regale his associates with the information that he has found. So we're going to fade away from this scene, and we're going to fade to a time two days previous, 
when Detective Moss receives at the door of his establishment a call. A delivery boy with a single letter, letting him know that he has been inquired with to investigate, in quotes, the whaler. He is provided an address, and Detective Moss doesn't know what to expect. When he arrives at the scene, he finds the body of a man who has been pinned to a wall by some sort of large weapon. Oh my. Detective Moss, would you care to investigate? Uh, yeah. That's my thing I do. Is there anybody here with the body? Or... There's a local uh, janitor or some such. Just a common man with cleaning utensils. He's not doing anything, but he has a mop and a bucket, a pry bar and a hammer. Okay. Uh, Are you the detective they sent for? Um, yes. Uh... Oh, well, this go is ahead quite and get gruesome. your business so I can get to mine. I got to clean this mess up. You haven't told touched me not anything? to touch nothing until you got here. Oh, well, that answers my question. Maybe I shouldn't interrupt so much. Uh, <laughs> then I'm just going to go ahead and do the plain old investigate a mystery, which, reading the skill out so the listener knows. Investigating. <laughs> yeah, just the listener, not us, too. It's not like we only played this once last year. And we know never the rules. Again. <laughs> Absolutely. So do, uh... Investigating can be done any number of ways following tracks, interviewing witnesses, forensic analysis, blah, blah, blah. When you investigate a mystery, roll plus sharp. On a 10 plus, hold two. And on a seven to nine, hold one. Once again, hold means that you get to ask a certain number of questions within the skill. Uh, one hold can be spent to ask the keeper one of the following questions. So I'm going to go ahead and roll my plus sharp. Uh, that's much better than my last roll. I got a 10. So I get to hold two. So I'm going to, so I'm going to, uh, Detective Moss is going to sort of just sort of canvas the area um, you say there's a man pinned to the wall with a big spear? Yes. Okay, how, uh, I guess asking, do, does asking something that's just straight up perception, like, count? Okay. No, no, we Is can, this... you can ask me questions about anything that you see. I will reserve your holds for, like, a forensic analysis into okay. any one of the details. Okay, how big, it, the spear is bigger than a normal person would use? Is it like a ship harpoon? Is there something odd about the size of it? The spear that the man has pinned the wall with appears to be like an old world whaling harpoon, though the entire device is carved out of bone. Oh, well, that's weird. Okay, so uh, how much blood is around the area? Lots? A, a considerable amount. About, okay. a, about one man's worth. Okay. So... Let's start with the simple... Well, no, what happened here seems redundant. I think I figured that much out. Uh, uh, all of those questions, every question will yield a something. directive answer. Yeah. You yes. know, let's, go with, let's start with the basic. What happened here? I feel like maybe there is something else I could get. Upon first glance, it appears that the man was simply murdered with a spear. That seems obvious, but as you continue to investigate, you find that the man is some few inches off of the ground. A normal man wouldn't be able to do that. As you continue to examine, you find that there is a large, savage bite mark on one side of the man's neck with oddly animalistic tearing of the flesh. And there's a great deal of blood coming from that wound. And as you examine back to the spear wound, you realize that most of the blood was lost before the spear was placed. The spear was more of presentation than of kill. Okay. Uh, my second question is, where did it go? Into his chest cavity, Jay. I no, just no, no, said no. that. Where, 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 like, if, if there's a lot of blood, is there any indication that that whatever 
killed him, pinned him to the wall, had to have been covered in blood. It bit his neck. Is there any trail leading away? I know. <laughs> no, I Detective know Moss, Detective Moss right searches control. around a bit, and you find what looks to be, to your best approximation, bear footprints. Ah, I knew it. It was a bear. Obviously a bear. One of those city a bear bears. barefooted human of a smaller, smaller statue. Not quite the size of a child, but definitively not a large man. So mm. it could be someone of your size, but not, say, of Mr. Blake. A medium-sized, razor-toothed, barefooted man. I'm definitely calling Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Uh, okay. The uh, footstep, the, the prince... Don't go very far, but they recede towards, and as best you can tell, expeditiously and directly towards the shoreline. Uh, I think I have one more thing. I have an ability as Detective Moss. The gumshoe is my playbook, where I can do just one more thing. So I want to talk to the 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 the, the janitor real quick. Um. So, excuse me. What what is your name, sir? My name is Marcus. Marcus, it's it's good to meet you. Um, may I ask you, uh, who found this body? You know, I can't right tell you, lad. They just called me in to clean this up, but uh, who, who I bet they? if you ask around over at the Silky Sea Lion, they might know something. They're not far off, and a lot of folk go there. Okay, so you 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 are just you're new to this as I am. You only got here a few moments ago. Look, man, I just do the cleanup. It's fair enough. Um, this is an awful job, and you should probably look into new work. I'm a fucking Mickey, laddie. We get awful jobs in awful work. It's what we do. I, I sadly have no place for a janitor in my employ, because I just hired one. But I will keep you in mind. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, Jeff, what is what is Marley's last name? O'Shaughnessy. O'Shaughnessy. Well, it is good to have met you, sir. If you let, if you find any work you need for me, look up the name O'Shaughnessy. Wait. And he uh, he shakes your hand. You're, you're Marcus O'Shaughnessy? Do you know Marley O'Shaughnessy? I believe I got a cousin or something with the name of the like. Oh, he's a he is a a colleague of mine. He helps me work. Ah, well, you you I'll... see him telling me that uh, family ain't forgotten debts due. Oh. Chap owes me a drink if nothing else. Oh, I will. Uh, I'll. I'll. Carry on the message. Uh, I go to the Silky Lion, or are we cutting back to me and the group? It's, uh, it's the Silky Sea Lion. Silky Jay. Sea uh, Lion, are, sorry. Are fucking right, all right. I, look, I go to bu- pubs called The Fuck You. This place is way <laughs> too fancy for me. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to describe it here. Uh, remind me to describe it when the party gets there. Sure. So, I relay... Outside the... of the front of... On the oh, way okay. to... On the way to the Silky Sea Lion... Another passersby flags you down, and they they approach you. Are you uh are you an investigator? Are you looking into the deaths? Um, who is asking? John. Why why did you I... hesitate? Is there something you would like to tell me about the murder? The murder? You're only looking into the one. Um, one. What do you mean, sir? This is the fourth man this month. Been just about one a week. Oh. Are the bodies still around? Well. No, they've been cleaned up, I'm sure. But they're all the same, they say. Word on the streets is that they're all young men, new Irish blood. 
Most of them, one of them was old Irish blood, rest his soul. But uh, they find them all pinned up on the wall. Bit about the neck, I guess, some sort of animal. They've been calling the killer the whaler. Can you take me to the bodies? Well, have you got a shovel? Never mind. It, it has L- been... Like I we- said, been about one a week for a month. It's They're it's all the- in the ground now, save that one. Do you know anyone who saw or found the bodies? Well, everyone knows what they looked like. What What do you mean in precisely? I want to know, I want to know the, the first person who reported these people dead. Oh, I, I don't know. It's, you know, street talk. Nobody knows exactly who the first one to say. We don't, uh... We don't really rat out about each other who finds things, you know. The law isn't always the kindest to our folk. Well, I'm not exactly but, law. I am, a, but I am every, a detective. Everyone knows what happened. It's just the man morning come and a man come found bound up, all killed and dead. Blood about the floor, but no sign of a fight. Never looks like they knew what was coming. Big old bite about the neck or the back of the body. Always pinned the wall with one of them spears. Yes, it sounds a bit like a... a <laughs> Here's another random fact. Nobody understood the concept of serial killer till like the 50s, the 1950s. So the concept of a serial killer is not normal. So this has to be a werewolf because there's no such thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're telling me that somebody had a grudge against all these men. Did they have something in common? Well, the first few, the first two were new blood Irish and, you know, fuck them lot. But the third one was an old blood, and this man here was a new blood as well. And I can't, I, I can't believe there'd be any connection between three new blood shits and an old blood, Chad. You, you can't see the connection, huh? Well, well, no. I, I wouldn't be caught dead found hanging out with new blood myself. Yes, and that's not a connection you drew. That somebody was caught dead. Well, but they were caught dead as well. I mean, not together. What, what's your question, man? <laughs> I'm saying, do you know anybody who might have had a grudge against New Blood Irish? Oh, sorry. Uh, repeat. Was it more New Blood dead or more Old Blood dead? More New Blood dead. More do, more. Do you know anyone who would have had a, a grudge against New Blood Irish to the point where they would have killed three of them? The man just stares at you. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're not from around here, are you? And then he turns around and points at the Old Irish District. Take I, your pick, laddie. Any one of them. I wave my hands in a circle and go, None of us are from around here. This is New York. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you're in the Irish section now, my laddie. Uh, Today okay. you're not standing just in New York. You're standing in New Irish. Okay. Uh, I am actually unsure. Maybe I should roll a thing. Because I feel like this guy gave me a lot of information, but I don't know what to act on. <laughs> So, you, Detective Moss continues to do his investigations on that day, and that brings him to the current state of his investigation. You finish regaling your tale to your friends about the table. You tell them the details of the four men dead, the three, old, the three new Irish, the one old Irish. Very queer attacks, as none of them seemed to be in duress or to have fought in back. Uh, how long ago was it that I did that? How, how quickly two, did these guys get here? That was two days ago. Okay. So the body is most likely taken away. Could I take Blake to the body? Or uh, should I the not The body has been that? taken away. You could take him to the scene. Okay. But it grows late in the night, and it would be advisable to do so in the morning. I advise we do it tonight. <laughs> Welcome to being a DM, jackass. How does it feel? <laughs> <laughs> Detective Moss 
do you concede? Um, if you really want to go hunting men in the middle of the night, I don't recommend oh, it. The it's streets not men I'm, are it's not vi- men I'm hunting. And you want to, okay, I, I've looked into some of the things that you believe in, but you really think that hunting those in the middle of the night is a good call? That makes less sense. It's when they'll uh, be out. Well, okay, all right, well, oh, all right, here, <laughs> listen. Hearing Marley just, like, the internet, like, buffering sound. So, one, whatever he's after, I don't want to go after during the day or the night. Two, where did you say this was? Uh, the Irish district near the docks, right? Yes, it's so, it's south of you, presently. Yeah, it's... And that's where the old Irish hang out, or the new Irish? Yes, that's where the old Irish... You're you're in you're on the border of the new Irish or you're on the border of New Irish, which is just the Irish quarter of New York. But, but you're on the northern right. end, which is the new I, the new blood Irish. On the southern end is the old blood Irish. All right, sorry. I want to reiterate. So, I want to re-establish this one more time. So three old bloods died. Three new bloods. Three, three new, new bloods one died. Blood. But the most recent is an old. Yes. No. Okay. The third no, one was an no. old. Third, the most recent new, was new, a new. old new. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Thank you. All young men. So, you want to go, uh, about what time is it? Is it just like the sun setting, or is it it's like about, It's about 7 p.m. Okay. Yeah. So you wish to take, the both of you, wish to just walk merrily into the old blood? That's what you think you're going to do in the middle of the night. I... Well, no, I I was thinking we would do it first thing in the morning, after a nice, large breakfast, uh, preferably sausage. So what I'm going to tell you, what I'm going to tell you, is that we Irish are very nice. Good people, strong folks. Yeah. But we're also, well, let's say territorial. Go walking into the old blood in the middle of the night. You may not walk back out. My, My question for you, Marley, would be they, would they be any less territorial in the middle of the day? Yes, because those are business hours. There would also be policemen and constabulatory. Which means that at least well, we'd have backup not so if someone many. tried to Obviously, kill us. you've never been there. <laughs> Is there something wrong with the local police force? There's I, something I must wrong admit, with the way they I, see us down here. I, I must admit that while I do have an office here, I spend most of my time investigating things outside of New York City. Well, let me tell you. They don't take, they don't take too kindly to us, the authorities down here. Well, most of the Americans don't take extremely kindly to us. They, we're all right, but in some circles, a little spat on. Uh, may I ask a question? Uh, just so I understand this investigation clearly. These murders, do they take place during the day? Difficult to say. No one knew when the mur- man was murdered. He was only found after the fact, and I, he was found by somebody who I have not found yet. Alright. Nobody is talking to me. That's why I'm hoping Molly can help. Well, here's how I see things. We wait another day, night, whatever. Someone else might end up dead. And if I go down there in the middle of, the, in the middle of this night, maybe I get in a scuffle. Maybe I get in a little bit of trouble. Well, maybe I stop a murder. Maybe uh, I stop someone else from dying. A piece of information, Thomas. I do not think that we're worried about another murder happening tonight, because it's only been two days, and I was told that they were happening once a week on the dot. Is that correct? 
Uh, they didn't say specifically once. Not not on the, not like every seven days, but oh, okay. They'd been about one a week. Okay. All right. Then then never it's mind. It's paced. It is fairly paced. It is fairly paced. It is unexpected that there would be yeah. another one so well, soon. It? Okay. I I. But I say... it is at that moment uh-huh. that you hear a ruckus from out in the street. You hear uh, a, the cries of uh, a young lad coming up from the direction that you would know as Southtown. I, I would like uh, to Thomas act under pressure to finish my beer. <laughs> <laughs> Does this voice sound familiar? I don't. I got a 10. Does this voice sound familiar to Marley? Uh, yes. The, the voice actually okay. sounds familiar to both Marley and Moss. Uh, Moss, you know this young lad as the boy who brought you the first message about the fourth murder. Uh, Marley, so I, you uh, know this as your uncle's wife's niece's nephew. Tom, Tom uncle's wife's out the niece's door. nephew. Got it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Marley was. Marley was obviously can't move as fast as Thomas, but Marley was well out the door, going, "Oh, what's that fucking lad gotten himself into?" <laughs> I'm looking for Detective Moss. Moss! They sent me for Moss. There's been another. I'm putting on my hat and grabbing my case and walking out uh, behind everyone How else. can I help you? Moss and Blake Who Investigations. Who the fuck are you? Moss and Blake Investigations. Moss and Blake Investigations. Hey, watch your fucking mouth, kid. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. And uh, the kid takes a swing no, at you. No, you're too young to order a beer. Good at it. Uh, I'm just going to look at the kid I and go. I pop him one right in his little face and I go, <laughs> Listen, I'll tell your mother about this. <laughs> then I'll tell your fucking father about it. I think I like he, this kid. He bites the wooden <laughs> tip of his shoe right into your fucking shin. Fuck you, Marley. We all know about you. Ah, fuck you. All right. All right. And I most, pick him up by most, his fucking There's been another one. He just what? doesn't stop. Like, even as Marley's beating him, this boy what? just doesn't stop. Yeah, M- Moss, who had just been, like, mid-sentence trying to say that he doubted it would happen within the next two days. Just, um... <laughs> Well, uh, the good Blake's news, just looking at Blake, Moss. is that you're right. <laughs> the bad news, Blake, is that you are also wrong. <laughs> we are too late. <laughs> Blake has his arms crossed. Hey, I got you here as soon as I could, and I told you it was going down. This isn't on you or me. Let's go find out who did it. Are you going to put me down, Marley, or are you going to walk me there? Um, oh, I'll walk you fucking somewhere. Marley, please, he, he is helping fucking... us with an investigation. You may... Do your familiar justice later. I fucking... I, I, I drop him on the ground, I kick him in the butt, and I go, <laughs> All right, get your fucking ass moving. And uh, the kid gets fucking up, great. dusts himself off, gives Marley the eye, and takes off this way, and just starts dashing down the street southwest. I dash right behind him. Uh, for the two of you who are relatively familiar with this area, uh, Moss and Marley, you know that you are heading down towards... The Silky Sea Line. Okay. So I went and I, vi- we, I went there. You've previous. been there. You okay. know where the place All is. Right, yeah. So I, I was like, oh, it seems as we're heading toward the... the you didn't s- make it inside initially because you were grabbed by someone outside, but... Uh, yeah. You've been there. Okay. So yeah, we, we go there. We follow the little kid. I try to tell uh, Blake any more pieces pertinent information that I may have gotten at the crime scene. Just on the off chance that we don't get to go back there, I try to tell him the blood splatter, the wound on the neck, how it looked, uh, because I know that he is definitely going to have something to say. It is probably going to be insane to me, but <laughs> might have been He'll just have a little, might have been just a shitty little red cap, unless they pissed off a Murpho. But I mean, it probably wasn't a. Nah, I couldn't be a sprite. Wait, maybe? Nah, 
Nah. Yeah. D- the Thomas, bite pattern that Moss described is inconsistent with that of what a sprite would produce. Nah. I'm uh, jogging it. I'm jogging right behind the kid, but I'm listening to you, and I go, a fucking red cap. He was lifted <laughs> off the ground. Won't you listen to the story? <laughs> yeah, it might have been mul- it, it might have been multiple red caps or just one that's on something. Listen, I've seen a lot of shit, Marley. What do you on, think they fucking I, stand on each other's shoulders and lift men off the ground? The little kid pipes up. It wasn't the red cap, you dip. They ain't working in this part of the town. They only work the new bloods. They work for the old bloods. They, they work for the old bloods. What is happening? <laughs> mm. So it's almost as if maybe it was multiple people working to kill one man. Oh no, what a fucking concept. Who introduced that idea? It's almost as if the expert on the subject was being You corrected. did, you fucking dumbass! <laughs> oh, and thank the kid, you. the kid picks up a little faster to try to get out of arm's reach of Marley when he says it. Oh, you little... <laughs> so you, you, you jog your way down the road, but instead of going right to the Silky Seal, you pull left and you go up the road. It's not the same place as the last murder that you found, Moss, but it is It is close. There's a crowd of people gathered around with uh, lanterns. A couple of people have cudgels and bats, things like that. Just tools, really. But uh, everyone's just quietly murmuring about the murder. Okay. You come upon the scene, and you find a, a, a little bit older man. Still younger, but older than the other one that you found. And he is laid out on the ground this time. Okay. Laid out on the ground with a spear in him? Uh, the the people laid out on the ground. Uh, it's So you can't get a good look at him because, you know, there's a crowd of people around him. Some of the, uh, there are some men that have armed themselves and they're sort of on the outside uh, very much like how shepherds would protect a, a flock. You in the mick? Fuck are you looking at? One of the men yells out is, uh, you know, j- uh, fucking, God, I keep wanting to call Blake Jonathan. As Blake and Moss approach. Um, gentlemen, gentlemen. They're with me, they're with me. Let them through. Uh, do they? <laughs> I have my hands up. I just they, walk, uh, I walk with Marley. <laughs> they give you the eye, but they defer to Marley. Oh, Howdy. I give him the eye. I give him the eye and go, "Hey, what I fucking say?" <laughs> and uh, the kid this. goes, "The kid pipes up. He goes, yeah, there was us, you fucks.' Howdy. <laughs> Howdy. Pop him in the back of the head. I'll fucking get some soap for that mouth of yours. You could use some soap, Marley. Howdy. And the kid ditches <laughs> into the crowd at that point and Pleasure leaves you there. You. Nice to meet you. Name's Thomas. Howdy. <laughs> no, no, everyone just everyone just meets your greeting. With just a, a glare. You, they just yeah. look at you. Nice to meet you. Thank you. Pleasure to meet Thank you for your okay. complying. Thank Ma'am. you. Sir. There. Thank Ma'am. you. Pardon me. Thank you. What? Just got Thank it. you. Uh, that's, that's about Thank it. You. Thank you. Thank you for not stabbing me. You didn't get stabbed? Yet. Oh, don't worry. Stabbing's not our forte around here, but if you end up with a lump on the back of your head, well, you'll know where it came from. Oh, um, well, that's a weird I've, thing to say. I've, Anyways. I have done research into those sort of murders. You don't wake up. Um... And I, and I and I start just randomly like turning around every like ten seconds to like watch my own back. Pardon me. Pleasure. In the center of the ring of onlookers, there is the body of a man in the ground. There's a another man holding a lantern, and a woman wearing some sort of fur shawl is knelt over him. Howdy. So uh, all right, all right. So uh, Thomas, or so for Thomas's stats, is he? 
well suited to like doing the forensic part or should I just do it again? Like I called you in and I feel like this might be a good time for you to do it, but I don't know if you're actually uh, good at that part. Let me let me double check. Uh my sharp is zero, but it's not negative. Hmm. While you look that up, I'm going to talk at you. Okay. What are the moves real I'm gonna quick? roll Just my so investigative mystery check while you talk at me and you can let me know. It's investigative mystery. <laughs> Kick some ass. I, I rolled a ten. On so the woman standing over the man is of a uh, Fuck. an average build, a bit tall for an Irish lass, and by no means thin. Not heavy, but definitely girl got curves. She's wearing about her neck, and as you come closer, Marley, you identify her as one of the sea lions from the Silky Sea Lion. The shawl she wears is actually a sea lion's skin. The man on the ground, once you become close enough that your eyes can perceive the details, is torn up quite a bit. His clothing is damaged. He has a similar bite mark on a shoulder, but not near his neck. There is a bit of blood, and he does have a large wound in his torso that looks like it came from some sort of impaling device. But the object is not there, and it is nowhere as precise as the placement of the first one. It was just a gut shot. It looks as though there was some sort of tussle between this man and his attacker, and the attacker was unable to deliver a swift kill. Ladies and gentlemen, it's it's nice to meet oh. you all. I'm glad we could make it here. Did anyone see what happened here? What a shame. The lady standing over him stands up. And she goes, oh, good day there to you, sir. My name's Nissy. Nobody's seen what actually happened, but I was first one to find him. We heard a commotion, a bit of yelling and fighting. We came out here. I mean, yelling and fighting's not uncommon in the old bloods here, but we, we didn't expect to find this. We hear it's like the... We hear there's been others. Everyone talking about it in the streets. Yo. So, I rolled a, uh, a six, but then I used luck, because that's a thing we can do in Monster of the Week, and I got an eight. For my investigative mystery, uh, uh, I rolled a ten. Okay, uh, you can be. Well, you want to start while I talk to her, I guess, because I'm about to yeah. like have a problem. It's monster of the week. It's great. The more answers you have, the better. Yeah. which is one of the things that I prefer over D and D. So, I'm gonna go ahead and talk to her though, because if I talk to her, I can get more information anyway. Uh, so, you, were you the first one out of uh, the silky sea lion when you heard the commotion? Well, yes, I, I worked just there, so I was out near the front, cleaning things up a bit. Just provided some men their drinks. We heard the commotion. I came out to tell them break it up, and uh, we found, well, this. We tried to resuscitate him, but uh, well, he was too far gone, too uh, much blood. And she points, and there's just blood, like, everywhere. Okay. One, one big, ass, oh. big ass wounds this man has. <laughs> this oh, man I'm, easily I'm has eight harm. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure it was uh, quite a sight to see. I am sorry that you had to see it there, lass. Nessie, you said? Nessie, yes. Nessie? Well, it's unfortunate such goings-on have come or come about around here. I mean, at least such brutal goings-on. Don't talk at me like I'm a yank, little missy. I'm an Irish lass. You can handle me on. Ah, oh, fair enough, fair enough. Well, I um, didn't see who kicked him. Did you at least hear a voice? A sound? A noise? Just yelling. I heard calling like some sort of, I don't know, animal? What What sort of animal? You are that... The kind of animal that, uh, makes fucking calling in the night while it's murdering folk. Do I look like a goddamn zoologist? Well, she, I, uh, she knew that word zoologist, I suppose. Very impressive. I, <laughs> I, I, 
I look I'm around Irish, and I kind of... I'm Irish, not educated, you fuck. Yeah, a bit rude. I uh, look around <laughs> and I, I draw in close, I go, So? That shawl just for show? Or are you really? She leans in real close and she goes, Yes, I am really working at the Silky Sea Lion. Uh, Thomas is feeling awkward by the way they've talked to this young lady, so he's just going to investigate the body. I'm going to go to uh, to help Blake because I feel like I walked into some sort of courting ritual. Uh, uh, <laughs> my question guys, that I'm going to get... My one you guys question. call her uneducated, then ask if she's a whore. It's kind of weird, like <laughs> how you guys operate. I I didn't ask if she was a whore. Yeah, yeah. I know the I know the question he was asking. So once again, the one question that I'm going to go ahead and try to do is where did it go? I'm going to get my one question out of the way. That way. That way is what? I can see. As you it, invest, I have an answer. Uh, go, actually, go ahead and ask me all your questions, so I can. So I can sort of paint you the scene. Okay. It'll be easier for me to deliver it that way. That's my so one your question. question. Your question that you get is, where did it go? What did you get, Blake? I got a 10, so I forgot how many questions that two. gives me. You two? get two. Uh, what type of wounds are on him? Okay. And uh, how big do I think it is? Uh, the, the, there's actually specific questions. It's, uh, what can it do? I think is what you're saying. Yeah. And... Uh, what sort of creature is it? Are probably the two. What here. happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? Which is what Moss asked. Okay. Yeah. What was it going to do? And what is being concealed here? Ooh, I uh, might change my question. What, what is what is being concealed here? What can it do? Okay. So, you look over the body and you look over the wounds. It the Moss is able to identify that this is several of the same bite wounds that he identified on the other body, but there's also multiple lacerations, some sort of cut from claws or teeth or knives. Uh, Blake has seen this before, and Blake is able to tell Moss that those are definitively some sort of claw cut. They don't match a pattern as you recognize, but you know that that is clawing and biting, tearing of the flesh. As you investigate further, you realize, Moss, that he has about his waist a leather scabbard for what would have been a considerably sized knife. And the knife is not at the scene. You look around, and because of Blake's knowledge into monsters and such things, he's able to realize that some of this blood is not the man's. Some of this blood belongs to the creature. And with the information of, you know, that, you're able to track down a path. You disperse the crowd who is sort of standing about, and you borrow the lantern, and you follow the path, and the creature leaves its own trail of its own blood that goes directly away from the man and to the shoreline. Um, God. But unlike before, this I, shoreline is treacherous. Can I Can I do one thing? I have an ability that I want to ask right before sure. we run off. Called Got Just it. One More Thing, where I get to roll and ask uh, her... I want to ask her one more question after his conversation with her. Um, but it looks like uh, it's going to be a no fuck you because... I rolled to manipulate someone to want to talk to her. Okay. Uh, yeah, I try to do just one more thing. Uh, and, I, <laughs> and I'm and i going to just compound the fact that I insulted her earlier with, 
I listened to her and Marley and him asking her a question, and something about the way she said it triggers my ear, and I go, one more thing, and I look at her, and I was like, are you lying? Because I only rolled a six, so I get nothing <laughs> from this. Thomas has already following the blood tracks at this point to <laughs> yeah, head towards got, the shoreline. I'm looking I, at her with one an... eyebrow up, leaning in between her and Marley. Is that a lie? Wish you weren't so fucking awkward, bud. Me too. I rolled an eight to manipulate someone. I don't know what I get on that, honestly. I just know I can do it. She stands up straight, she glares at you over the top of her breasts. That, you know, you've seen the meme. The duck meme? The pathetic? She gives you that look. Mm. I mean, just chin up, it, eyes down across the nose. Isn't an eight a moderate success? No, she's no, looking no, at no, me. Just, uh, <laughs> it's, oh, okay. me. it's me. <laughs> and she goes, Yes, of course I'm lying to you. I got off an hour ago because it took you so fucking long to get here. And she turns her back to you. Uh, so a seven and nine, I'll manipulate someone. Uh, they'll do what you ask uh, them to do, but only if you do something for them right now to show that you mean it. Okay, I lean out. So what's 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 your what's your gambit here, Jeff? Um, it's. Can you introduce me to anybody that knows Quid a little bit extra? Jeff. This one is a quick pro. Oh, finally! Yeah. It's quid time. Pro quo. Uh, I go. Listen, if you can introduce me to anybody you know that knows a bit about the, uh, well, maybe the best words are the old ways. You know, any of those, any expert in those spooky stories. Well, let's just say you'll, let's just say you'll old, old Marley here will owe you a favor. What do you need? Besides, of course, money. We all need money. She turns back to Marley and she says, We're the old lad here, my lad. Come by the Silky Sea Lion. We know all kinds of things. And we've got old folks that know more. You want me, you want to do something for me, though, and I appreciate that. You teach that kraut over there some fucking manners. And she heads back to the tavern. I am a Swede. I'm, I'm only Can you two seven. stop bothering the miss and just get on with it? Ah, oh, Thomas, Thomas, where are you going? Following the yeah, damn trail. He's working. Doing his job. God damn it. <laughs> I was You're too working. late. You two bother too many goddamn people. This is why I like the Old West. So you follow the blood trail, and uh, whatever injuries were dealt by this man with his knife were considerable, because it is a blood trail. Well, damn You it. weren't able to see it in the dark, but as soon as you have a lantern and you're on the scent of it, it's not hard to find. It leads to the shore, a good 25, 30 feet away. But this shore is very treacherous and rocky, and the waves, at least this time of night, are beating against the stone rather harshly. There Someone is no way that a man or a boat could have departed across the water here. All right, God so damn it! Someone pissed off the merfolk. God fucking damn it! He kicks a rock. Anyway, damn it, Ma fuck. yeah, uh, <laughs> calm down, Thomas. You don't have a stroke, Marley. Make sure there's no other way out of this area, because I think we may have him cornered somewhere. I mean, I'll, I'll check they around. They went into the damn water. Bullshit! He would die. This is New York. He would freeze to death. No, he's a goddamn merfolk. God damn it! Someone pissed him off. I don't understand why a merfolk would come out here, especially with a selkie right there. Usually they get along, keep each other separate. What are you even saying? That's my line. What are <laughs> What are you even saying? I thought you were Mr. Big Bad Expert. You don't know about the difference between a selkie and a, and a No, you're just spewing bullshit and assuming it's correct. <laughs> Actually, 
actually, Thomas, his people believe in a Selkie, which is similar to a Merfolk in some ways. I can't believe I have use for that stupid book you sent me. You only got one? I said eight. I may have propped up a desk with the other four. Um, Wait, this eight? Yeah. I, I haven't said two before I left. Oh, maybe they haven't arrived. No, goddammit, someone pissed off a damn merfolk. Someone probably uh, did something stupid again. But forgive me once again for being the idiot amongst us, but merfolk don't walk, correct? Well. Well, that's a bit rude to yes assume. No. That's a bit rude to assume, honestly. I, it's not rude, it's not... Don't, don't I mean, I've heard these things. Okay, they don't exist. They don't exist. Find the mur murderer. He's here. I mean, I've heard many a tale of merfolk. There's, there are some that say they could walk along, walk along the land. But again, that's more of a selkie thing. Well, I've met. And I've actually not met usually a few, violent. I've met a few of them, and usually I just throw fish and we're cool. Well, do you? Sure. Can you lure it out to I, the fish then, while me and Molly look for the murderer? No. Uh, God damn it. Motherfucker. I need a bigger weapon. Find me find me proof, Thomas, and then we'll go on with your 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 way. I uh I help him look around a bit and am I familiar with this part of the shore? Not particularly, as it's never really been of interest to you. It's okay. just kind of the shoreline, but you do know that it's hazardous here. The waters are cold, but not so cold that you couldn't swim in them. The the real issue is that this part of the shore is a water break. And it's just piled up jagged rock and bits of concrete, and it's very unkind, this particular section, hmm. where the wave break is. But as you guys dick about, you do see a single lantern on a small boat out in the water, about a hundred yards out. It bobs around for a few seconds, and then the lantern goes out. Well, how late is there's it? There's your uh, logical answer, Moss. How, how late is it? It is now about 10 p.m. It is pretty late. Okay. Why would he turn his lantern off? Do we need to, like, go see if that man's okay? <laughs> I think that... He's probably just fishing, Moss. But I, you need I light. Think, uh, Thomas is already heading for the dock oh, to find a, a spare fisherman. boat. <laughs> um, Thomas is already going for a spare boat if there is one. Is there a way to get out there without swimming? Because Moss is not jumping in in his coat into that water. <laughs> oh no, you'd die. Yeah. <laughs> As we just discussed, you would die. Uh, you go to the docks, and uh, there's a, a couple of small boats tied off. You know, basic rowboats. They'd, they'd hold the three of you. All right, get on. Uh, okay. Um, uh, all right, we're just uh, getting into this right away then, huh? Oh, I'm yep. going Pitter to load my gun. <laughs> all right, we gotta go see if that folk's dead. Weapons at the ready, gentlemen. It seems that we are in it. Molly reaches behind his back and, and grabs his, uh, his, his Colt, or his Navy revolver, and he goes, Don't worry, it's always loaded. And then he reaches behind his back with his other arm up, up and under his coat, and he's got what appears to be a, a horseshoe crudely fashioned into knuckle dusters. Huh. Where'd you get that made? Can I have one? <laughs> I like that. I asked a local. They won't like you. No, I just uh, feel like for some reason you don't like me. I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> no, no, no. This is Molly at his most no, nice. No, no, They won't like you. With the combined rowing power of Thomas Blake and Marley O'Shaughnessy, you're able to make it out there fairly quickly, but the boat is gone. Um, we should get back to shore now. What's... Where, where we should the get boat back to shore go, right Tom? now. 
Thomas, you're sure. rowing, row. We're, we're, I'm already, yeah, I'm already, yeah, I'm already with you in the rowing band. He's going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just go. Yep. Yeah, all right. We should go. And I'm looking out of the water with my what? With my coat and my horseshoe knuckle duster. <laughs> we should go right now. I uh. Keep on moving, then, Thomas. I already mm. am. <laughs> Wait, I, all right. Come? Do not panic, gentlemen. That is how accidents happen. Take your time. We'll get to you should sit down. Get... You shouldn't stand up in the boat right I'm now. I'm not standing down. I, I'm okay. I'm I'm, I'm lower, un underneath the seat. What? Yep. You're being absurd. Nope. I'm uh, not. I can't cover you with my coach gun if I'm underneath the seat now, can I? No, no. I disagree with him. What you got loaded in your shotgun today? Safer if you just under the damn seat. I'm just saying. Do you got buck or bird in the co in the in the coach gun? What you got? Oh, I, I typically go with the buck when I'm in the city. Good uh, call. As as your two burly men row, Mister Moss, you don't get a good look at it, but you feel like you see something under the water in the light of your lantern as you make your way back towards the dock. Oh, okay. Um. I, I scales. Damn it. So Moss doesn't freak, but he does uh, put kind of re put his hand on one of their backs, whichever one is in front, and is like, "Roll faster." tavern goers thanks again for joining us for another adventure on torchlit tavern hopefully you've been listening to us leading up to arc 4 but if not you can always go back to our beginning or if you are less inclined i have provided a summary of the story so far at the beginning of episode 50 if you are looking for other ways to listen to us we can be found on apple podcasts spotify stitcher youtube podbean or any of your preferred podcasting services please continue to share like and most importantly rate us on whatever your preferred service may be. We have no designs on any vast empire, but the more you help, the more we can share our small, silly story with others. If you truly love our show and want to go above and beyond our dreams, you can support us on Patreon at patreon backslash torchlittavern, where we can reward you with bonus content, including blooper episodes, additional lore, or bonus episodes. If you wish to reach out to us, you can contact us directly at torchlittavern at gmail.com or visit our website at torchlittavern.com. We also can be found on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by searching Torchlit Tavern. You can find me, Jameson Oxford, on Twitter at Agent Beige. You can find Ryan at RyanSCBSantos on Twitter. You can find Jeff at Big underscore J underscore the bad man on Twitter, and you can find Randall on Instagram at Argo Omega. Additional music used in this episode was from Incompitech.com, used under the Creative Commons license. The song used was Unnatural Situation by Kevin McLeod. Thanks again for listening, and don't forget, Fuck your warlock, dear. <laughs>